Well, hello there. This is Frenchie. I'm with Mr. Snark and my good friend Jennifer, and you are watching Frenchie Talks About. For this edition, we're doing again a request edition. So if you have any requests, anything you want us to, to just have fun with, music, trailers, uh, movie trailers, I should say, or any news topics, we're here to discuss it, okay? Um, before we go into the meat itself of the show, one thing I really want to, to, to stress is we're close to 2,500 2, subs. We're 100 subs away from the 2.5. So if you guys really want to help us, click like and especially subscribe. We're like 90% of the viewers are not even subscribed to, uh, to, to the channel. Only 10% of all the viewers. So help us out and click that sub, guys. That being said, I wanted to start with something. I know how much Rob loves horror and suspense. So I wanted to put a little something on for him. I love you, bro. <laughs> um, have you guys heard, heard anything about Nope and OPE? Nope. Nope. Okay, it's uh, the, the latest movie from Jordan Peele, the guy who did Us and uh, Get Out. And it, a lot of people are claiming it's probably his best movie. It, the first trailer was fucking confusing. Uh, nothing was revealed. It's just very obscure, but looked very interesting. The final trailer just dropped today. I haven't seen it, so I really, really am interested to see what twist in mind um, uh, Jordan Peele like, has for us this time. So let's watch the trailer. And for those people who are watching right now, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining. That being said, after the trailer, we are taking requests. So send in the requests via comments, and we're going to react to them. All right. So you guys ready? Oh, sure. Oh, yes. I should have said nope again. Running oh, right into the ground. Running into the ground, goddammit. At this point, I, I just don't listen. I, why are you on a show, Snark? Why? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I love you. All right, three, two, one, and go. What if I told you? Oh, that's not good. Nope. Back today, you'll leave here different. Ah. Ah. I'm talking to you. Well, what'd you see? Something about the clouds. That's big. How big? Big. Oh, well. This is you not good. I would kill Pops. He's out there. Ah, oh, that Quebec internet. <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking say that. Right here. Alright, so what we'll do people because for some odd reason my internet's deciding to be stupid um we're just gonna, we're, we're just gonna pause idea. the share for two seconds uh rob if you if you uh, could be such a dear kind friend which you usually are not uh could you share your screen and go on <laughs> go on youtube and just put no final trailer we're going to go off your internet because mine sucks apparently oh i have no idea how to do that just click share because it's I'm... on the bottom oh, where is it oh Nice. Wait. All right. Man. Share. <laughs> Share screen. Live content. Yay. <laughs> Sharing tips. Oh, boy. Don't show these tips again. But you have to open YouTube first. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, again, welcome to the Madhouse, Jen. Right, Why is it sharing screens is always the most complicated thing ever? Like my Zoom meetings, my Google Meet meetings is always chaotic when people want to share their screens. It's like insane. 
Yeah, and, and usually I have no internet problems. I have zero problems. Everything goes smoothly. But today, for some odd reason, nothing's going to plan. Nothing. <laughs> so I got a better down. idea. I say Frenchie just acts out all of the all of the trailers himself. Uh, no, no. Like uh, you I, can grab all, like you can grab some socks and have like hand puppets and stuff like that. It's like better get out of the house. No way, man. Oh Jesus, snark. <laughs> Uh, all right, so look, I- I'm gonna retry because Snark is an old man, and I'm not gonna rely on him to, to actually know what the technology is. He he oh, just got really? a do- got out of doing smoke signals and just bought a new cell phone like a week ago. So I got a newer cell phone than that guy did in that trailer. This thing looks like that thing looked like it was you know 2002 or something. Like that the flip phone. You could probably play Snake on it. Hey, hey, you do not bash the, uh, the the flip phone. The flip phone was fucking amazing, man. It was less stuff, but a lot more effective. Like, I can't remember the last time I had a drop call on a flip phone. So don't you bash that flip phone, man. Hey, I miss flipping the flip phone. Like, finally, like, you know, when you hang up the phone and you just flip off, it seems so much cooler than what we have right now. Yeah, seriously, like, phones today are computers, but they're not good computers. Like, like number of, like, random shit my phone does... It's, it's, it's not even funny. So, yeah, I missed the flip phone, too. All right. So, round two. Let's, uh, let's hope this works a bit better. What if I told you? Well, you got there faster than me. And it's not. Okay. Well, this is a complete disaster. <laughs> all right. It, it's all good. Like, in, in that case, uh, instead of, you know, doing a trailer reaction because my computer the, the computer is just not handling it right now. Uh, let's go into the topic of uh, favorite childhood memory movies. Uh, is there stuff, Jen, oh, that you kept watching over and over and over until like, the VHS got broken? Oh, my God. Uh, that's such a good question because there's so many movies as a little girl that I, I loved. Um, I would say... Uh, one of them was Aladdin, the Disney movie Aladdin. I really liked that movie a lot. And I even got like the Jasmine Barbie doll. And I was 12, so I was a bit too old for Barbie dolls at the time. But it was Jasmine, so it was still cool. I can hear the Quebec one. <laughs> it, it has nothing to do. Like, what is the point? Story? I could just hear Quebec it. I was like, oh, uh, there it is. I thought, I was like, is she really from Quebec? I was like, oh, there it is. Oh, Jesus. No. Uh, and, and again, is there any movies from like before we were born that you kept watching and watching? Oh, um, movies before I was uh, born. So definitely born in 83. So. Well, listen, there's there's that like I was a big Michael J. Fo- uh, J. Fox fan as a little girl and I still am today. And there's this one movie, I think it's called Doc Hollywood, or mm-hmm. or he had like a, he's like a plastic surgeon, and then all of a sudden he finds himself like in this like small hick town, and um, he gets court ordered to be like the doctor for at least thirty days because he got into trouble, and then he learned how to like live life on a slower pace and experience love and and forsake the big salaries for interpersonal relationships and i don't know i i I thought that movie was cool and i still do still do to this day it it sounds horrible (laughs) 
It 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 sounds so generic and boring. Like probably the movie is good, but the way you describe it sounds like a, a movie even my granddad wouldn't have enjoyed. Well, I don't know. I mean, it it was kind of like a chick flick, right? It is like one of those like you know about love. So obviously, but I I also because I I felt there was a good development to his character, and as a little girl watching that, you like you learn you learn lessons like you. You're thinking it from the perspective of a, as an adult of our age, but when I saw it when I was six or seven years old, for me that was the cutest little like story ever. Mm. Well, you see, like in that case, that reminds me. Like I, again, I've never heard of the movie, so it might be amazing and it just flow, fl flies over my head. But it kind of reminds me of something in that case, not the story, but kind of like the effect of, of what you're saying is um, an old movie before I was born called Nine to Five with Dolly Parton and um, what, what do you call it? Uh, the girl. Uh, there was a, uh, 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 what's her name? Jane, Jane Fonda was in it. And Lily, and, Tom, and Lily Tomlin. There, that movie, I watched it, I watched it a bit later in life, but I fucking loved it because the, there isn't, really any good feminist movies back in the 80s except for like nine to five and it had balls man it had balls to, to go into a premise saying like look we are women we are strong and we're in a world of men especially in, in the movie industry it's really a movie about men uh, a world about men too you know so they're, they're trying to make a movie and release a movie about going against you know, the, the traditional sides of men in a world of men it, it for me it blew my mind like it's very advanced for its time is it good? Fuck no. It's a horrible movie. But the message behind it is fucking amazing. So there's movies like that. Like for it, it, it doesn't age properly, but the intentions were there, you know? So for is there like a movie like that for you, Snark? Like it, before your time, not very good, but still enjoyable. There aren't many movies that came out before my time, it seems. <laughs> Ray, Ray Chaplin? I thought it was your time. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, you know, my dad used to watch the old, old movies like that, like anything that was, uh, you know, old westerns and stuff like that. I'd watch. I remember, oh God, I remember as a little kid, so this is on Betamax. We didn't have a VCR yet, even we had a Betamax. And there was a movie that came out called You're the Hunter from the Future. Wow. And, oh yeah. So, Your was this prehistoric did. And uh, he had to, you know, fight his way, and the girl gets kidnapped, and he's got to, you know, kill a triceratops to get to her. But it turns out she's taken to this island that's run by robots. So Again, like, it's, uh, it's it, a caveman, caveman versus Darth Vader happens. And the caveman, you know, I, I don't want to ruin the ending. I don't want to ruin the ending, guys, but. It, that sounds like a board meeting mixed with acid and weed and they have way too much money and they decided to do a movie on weed and acid and then throw out the most like pop culture things possible and says like hey l let's put prehistoric people versus dark vader you know uh <laughs> i beg to differ because this thing looks like it was made for 75 bucks like, like but like 75 bucks back then is worth way more than it is now yeah like 150. yeah it's like 250 bucks that's pretty good <laughs> Got right, a whole movie out of it, and Darth Vader. 
By the way, for those who are watching, uh, we're, we can't really react to trailers because my computer is going haywire for some odd reason. Uh, if you guys see a lot of lag on your end, let us know. We'll try to fix it. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're kind of doing requests, but we can't really show the trailers. Uh, because again, we'll act them out. We're going to act them out just for you. Well, like, it, it depends what movie, right? If you're asking me to act out, uh, like, uh, Wild Coyote or, like, uh, Striptease, I'm not sure the people are going to like that, right? Nope. Nope. No. I, I am no anymore. Yeah, no. No. And neither am I, so it's all good. <laughs> smart, it's on you. I, got, I Strip, can pull baby. it off. I can pull it off. <laughs> all right. Um, now, but let's, but Frenchie, why don't we re review uh, Magic Mike? Would you be more comfortable in that that way? No. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to keep my eight pack of secrets. Now you're revealing to everyone. Thank you, Jen. Brutally honest. <laughs> Behind hey. his jersey, he's really a Channing Tatum. Say what again? Behind your jersey, you're Channing Tatum. Yeah, like not just my jersey. I'm like a bit like a Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. I'll just like rip off my mask, and finally, I am Ch Channing Tatum. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is what's been going on this entire time. That's yeah, I know. Like, I, I I wanted to tell you stuff for all this time. I, I was afraid of jealousy, and I was afraid also that yeah. you you know I'll push you to the edge because I am Channing Tatum. So I didn't want to say anything, bro. But no, uh, um, I always thought the mustache and beard were fake. Now I know. No, no. In that case, I, you bring up a good question. Like my Mike, I actually enjoy that movie. I really enjoy. Is it the first time publicly I'm admitting it? Yes. Um, will I ever admit it again? No. Uh, that being said, is there certain movies that you guys love that you know you're kind of ashamed to say that you love this movie because you shouldn't love it, but deep down inside, boy, do you love that? Like a guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, that's like almost beyond guilty pleasures. Like guilty pleasures because it's not really good, but it's like ah, it's fun. And then there's like I like Twilight, you know. <laughs> Have I told you about this movie called "You're the Hunter from the Future"? Yeah, you did, Snark. We're, we're, we're past that. Still fits. Hmm. You know what I like? Like like movies like Notting Hill. I remember I really like that movie. Jesus, I, I was ever supposed to like that. Notting Hill is a classic love story. What are you talking about? It's an amazing movie. Mm. Yeah, look. Yes. I, I just don't think you're like the demographic Absolutely. for the film, but obviously, like that is one of the classic love stories ever. Notting Hill with Julia Roberts. Wow. Yeah. Well, look, don't get me wrong. It, it's like Reese Evans in that movie. It's, it's an okay movie. It's just like there's certain romantic movies that really stick out they're beautiful they're, they're they're you actually believe the love story and then there's like this like... And then there's this like you know these movies that like kind of like always take the same formula and just rehash it this time they just bring a, a bit of uh, put a british guy in it you know like there's certain movies like non held like i kind of ca can't distinguish it from other movies right so like i'm trying to remember it but it just kind of fades out um you I actually know, a really nice love story I'm trying to think about what's my favorite like romantic movie. Hold on. Like I've watched so many and I have so many like favorite romantic movies. 
But I think my all-time favorite is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Because Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson have insane chemistry and they took a script, they took a script that had potential for to flop because obviously it's kind of like, you know, the story's been kind of told before, whatever, but they made it exciting and they made it fresh. Yeah, like I was hoping you would say you're the hunter from the future. No, he, he bro, get off that boat. No one knows that movie. No one loves that movie, Snark, except for you. Um, but it, you see, I I have to admit, I've never seen the movie. I I'm not a McConaughey fan. I am not a McConaughey Ooh, fan. Like, it, it, his face annoys me. Wow. <laughs> but I guess it's a man's face. Wow. <laughs> so so did you like? Did you like Matthew McConaughey in uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, you know, where he's beating his, like, hand on um, his chest? Um, um, yeah, like, mm. but he, he's, he's good in certain <laughs> roles. Like, uh, Dallas, uh, Dallas Buyers Club is fucking amazing. Uh, Lincoln Lawyer's fucking amazing. But he had this stint of, like, romantic comedies that I just find that he doesn't fit. He's, like, he's a good-looking guy. I'm going to admit but I don't, he, he actually acts good in romantic comedies. Like, he feels stiff to me. He's just, he's just there because he's a name and he's good looking and women drool over him. That's about it. But when it comes to serious stuff, he's interesting. When it comes to romantic comedies, I just don't like it. Well, Matthew McConaughey did an interview once and I was reading up on him and basically he, he, he took a step back from Hollywood for a little bit because... He didn't want to get pigeonholed as like the leading romantic guy in movies and the roles that he's worked, the roles he was getting were kind of like similar. So he didn't want to get stereotyped and he wanted to take on more serious roles, but then everyone just wanted to cast him like in romantic films. So he took a step back and then he sort of like from scratch, he, then he, he started, he starred in Dallas Cowboy and he won an Oscar for that, I think. And then he was in for Wall Street, and then he was attached to some really good projects. Interstellar so. was really good. Well, yeah, it, you see, Interstellar is an odd one for me because the acting is good, the music, like Hans Zimmer, is awesome. But again, it's one of those performances that I just don't believe him. He, I, I find him generally very stiff for. <clears throat> for a movie that's very like open-minded and very abstract, Nolan did an amazing job on on actually doing like the the story justice. I just don't like his performance. All right, all right, all right. I'll I'll agree with you. I didn't pro- I I didn't like his performance in Interstellar myself. Ooh. I felt like it really brought down the film because I I, I found it was too monotone. There wasn't any excitement unless that was like, yeah. So that was one of the movies where I, I feel like he didn't go do a good job. But overall, I still like him as an actor. And you see, it's funny. We're talking about like also like romantic comedies and stepping out of the, the, the stereotype. There's one person that really surprised me in a movie that usually does like stupid comedies or, you know, things that you, you kind of like, you know, read movies and that is Jack Black in The Holiday with Kate, uh, with uh, Kate Winslet. Okay. 
Tell yeah, me. Yeah, that was that was really refreshing. And like, it felt good to see like a normal Jack Black that is not going all in like song and dance and and shit like that. Like he actually did a very good performance and he was believable. But I did not expect to actually like that movie, and I fucking adore that movie. It's in in part because of Jack Black's performance and the unexpected factor. Rob, tell me you've seen that movie, right? I've seen the movie, and I'm a huge Jack Black fan because I'm a huge Tenacious D fan. Mm. So I try and see everything that he puts out. Trying to uh, support, I'm gonna try and support the boy. Uh, the holiday, I was very surprised. I was just surprised that they put Jack Black in a romantic comedy with Kate Winslet. Uh, I, I just thought it was, you know, an odd kind of pairing and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, for it's a Christmas time rom-com. I'm going to watch it as often as you, as you guys think. Once in a very blue moon. You are dead to me, Snark. <laughs> holiday, uh, rom-coms... <laughs> Rom-coms, it's a hit and miss, but holiday rom-coms, um, we, we actually had a, a discussion today, me and Jen, about this. There's something about like the cheesy, sappy, good old holiday Hallmark movies that even I have to admit I fucking love, right? It's oh, There's something shit. about having a lighthearted subject, a lighthearted moment to disconnect from all the reality and bullshit we're living in. That like for me, I I I really love those kind of holiday movies. I know Jen, you are too, you do too, right? So yeah, that's totally. Good one, right? Oh, like I'm I'm a I'm a sucker for holiday movies. Like I think um, I think my favorite holiday movie of all time, and it's a comedy with um, with Reese Witherspoon and. Vince Vaughn, and it's called Four Christmases. Mm-hmm. And I actually remember going to watch this this Christmas rom-com in the movie theaters, like when it first came out. And I was um, laughing, laughing, laughing all, all the way through. It's like I've never laughed so much at a holiday romantic movie like that, like in my entire life. So that comedy just like really like, was amazing. Now you see, this is where now my the laptop is pissing me off because I've never heard of this movie. And if it wasn't for the laggy uh, laggy computer, I would actually want to put the, the 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 trailer right now because I have never heard of this. And I like Vince Vaughn, so I, I don't know how that like passed under the radar. Mm. Is uh, it is it beloved or like you're you're one of the rare people who actually love it? Because that happens sometimes. Like, there's, I like movies like no one loves, and I'm shocked. I'm not sure. Well, I, I don't know how well it did in the box office. Um, I'm not sure if it's a like you know a hidden gem, but like I've I've actually rewatched the movie like three or four times, and every single time I still end up laughing, even though I know the punchline of the joke. So um, I don't know. Um, I guess I I knew of it. I know I'm not sure, and I thought everyone else did too. Well, I remember. It, I remember it. I never saw it, but I do remember when it came out. Uh, this was in the, the the dark times for me. Like in between relationships, there was no way I was going to watch it. Like when did this Zero. come out? Two thousand and eight. It came out. It came out in two thousand eight. Wow, that's so long ago. We're, we're getting old, Jen. <laughs> oh yeah. my God! Yes. <laughs> 
weird though, guys. Not me. Getting quite uh, younger. Like, yeah, but when will we'll want geriatric uh, tips, uh, Snarko, we'll see you. Oh, that hurts. That's right in the bones. <laughs> I got a question um, for you guys. I got a question for you guys. When you yeah. guys go see movies at the theater, do you go see like the, the original English language ones? Do you see dubbed ones? And what are you more comfortable watching? Well, I always watch a movie in its original language. So if it's in English, I'll watch it in English. If it's French, I'll watch it in French. Okay, do question. You one over the other? Or it doesn't really matter. Like, do you, do you prefer watching a French film, a French language film, than an English language film? Well, I'm more anglophone, so I, I like I consume my media in English no matter what. Um, but if I am watching French content, I usually don't have any subtitles on. I'll just watch it and listen. And because being, you know, from Quebec, fully bilingual, so. I guess it doesn't really bother me doesn't by switching languages. Like, I think it's just a natural thing when you live here to switch. Mm -hmm. Well, give it back to Rob. Rob thinks everyone in Quebec doesn't speak English, apparently. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But I know that if, you're, if, if English is a second language, I just don't know if you prefer watching programs in uh, French first or if you... Uh, or if you're just watching in English, you don't care. Well, for me, the base rule, like Jen, I'll watch a movie in its original language, but there's certain languages, like, um, sometimes it happens, like, I want to watch a Korean movie, right? Or anything to do with, like, Asian root movies. I find, for some odd reason, the English translation is so fucking bad that, like, the only translation actually works is French. For some odd reason, it makes more sense the, the 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 dubbing than English itself. Uh, watching like Korean or Japanese things subtitled, I can. But with my eye issues, like reading a movie like two hours long, I want to kill myself at the end of the fucking day. So I need I need language behind it. But I can't watch a Korean movie in English just save my fucking life. <laughs> yeah, you're the one who told me when we were doing that anime stuff. It's like, do not listen to the English dubbed version. Find well. Anime is different because usually, like, what it's half an hour, right? I'll watch an episode or two, I'm good. But don't ask me to watch two hours and a half reading subtitles, like, and then I'll have like a headache for like the next fucking two days. No, I, I can't read that long for that long a period of time. And it, it, one thing that really gets me annoyed about subtitles is. You know, I have to read and then go up. I'll miss half of like what's happening on the screen because I'm look always looking down, right? So doing that for two hours and a half ain't gonna happen with me. Now, if well, if I'm watching a foreign film, I usually prefer it to be dubbed. Like I watched, uh, I think uh, Squid Game is Korean, and the way they dubbed their film was amazing. Like, because there's some quality, like. Like it really, I, I, I can watch a foreign film dubbed if the quality of the of it is um is like you know a hundred percent because I've seen some really bad you know like uh, movies and their and their dubbing was totally off and I, I just had to change it because they didn't find the right voice for their character and whatnot but Squid Games like the way they translated it, it was perfect because they found the right voices. <laughs> Okay, because I've only seen Squid Game uh, uh, with the subtitles. I've never actually heard the 
dub version. And I love Squid Game. Squid Game is one of my favorite shows I've watched over the last uh, few years. So I wonder hold on, if, like, hold on. I might I might be mistaken. Was Squid Games actually dubbed or was I reading the subtitles? I forget. Because there was there's one that I watched where it was dubbed. I'm not sure. Either or I completely forget. I might be wrong. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's, I'm sure that it's dubbed. I'm sure that it's dubbed. Well, it, there's definitely a dubbed well. version. Yeah. But I don't know if you, we, we, unless we rewind time and we, we check it out, Jen. There's not really any way we can figure it out. But I am, curi- I, I am curious, though. Is there like no? Before I actually get into that, Quebec has a weird history with dubbed movies because, especially when it comes to hockey shit. Like a little known fact, Slapshot for a lot of Quebec people think it is a Quebec movie until they realize it's an American movie dubbed in French because it's hockey, right? And Quebec people love their hockey more than they love their poutine, which is surprising. Um, but but in like the box and do feel shame, that guy's directly from France or from Quebec, isn't he? 100%. The goal, the goalie. Says that the there's slashing like this, and uh, <laughs> no, you go to the box, you know, for two minutes, and uh, you feel shame. But except for like that one actor, like you go around and ask people if Slapshot is a movie from Quebec, and most people say yes. Wow. Like I, I, I have uncles and aunts that love that movie, and then they realize shit, that's an American actor. This is not Quebec. Because the dubbing is not in French from France. It's one of the rare movies. Like these days, like in the starting from 2015, Netflix is going to put French Canadian uh, dubbing, right? They actually will take Quebec people to dub things. But back in the day, especially in the 70s, 80s, dubbing in Quebec was not a thing, except for Slapshot. They actually took Quebec actors and dubbed it over Robert Redford, and uh, not Robert Redford, but the, the, the main actor. Paul Newman, exactly. And they, they had like they changed the jokes to fit the Quebec market. So the jokes in French dubbed are completely different from the English version. But they make so much sense that people actually took it for granted and actually thought it was a Quebec movie. That's how good the dubbing was. Well, there was a lot of people employed that were from Quebec, right? There was a bunch of Canadian hockey players in the in the movie. And also, you know, uh you know, it's, it's yeah. not like they had to go far to get someone to translate the jokes better. Yeah, but it's fucking Paul Newman. Paul Newman's not Quebec, man. It's a fucking American movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, you know, with filled with Canadian hockey players, and it was filmed in, uh, isn't it filmed in Peterborough or something like that? It was filmed up in the in Canada, I think, as well. WHA guys. I have a question. Do you know that movie? was released in France or other French-speaking countries, and if the movie was redubbed with another, like, wait, like, another, like, French from France? I, I, I don't. I guess so, but, like, in all honesty, Elston, like, Canada, U.S., and Russia, who loves hockey? No one. <laughs> So I really doubt it actually made waves in, in other places enough to actually dub it in that kind of French. But, like, there's not many countries that like hockey that that much, right? So I really doubt it. But I could be mis- mistaken. Yeah, Sweden. There you go. There's four. four, four yeah, four, but they don't speak French. The entire world. Oh, like, oh, <laughs> that is 
I, I know for you, any foreign language sounds the same, Snark, but... No, I can say a couple of Swedish things. I can say, Tuar Njavla Baiskorf. Do, do you really want to translate it? You don't. Okay. I can if you like. <laughs> um... Man, my computer—the computer is pissing me off, man. Like I, I, I'm like I don't know your, how. Your camera is doing it. something. Your camera is doing something very interesting, where you are fully in focus, and the rest of uh, your background is like all fuzzy. So it looks like you're almost in 3D. Okay. Yeah, no, I totally like the effect. Yeah. I'm jealous. Snark. And, yeah, and how and dare you? Li- li- little that you know, you can actually do that. It's an option on Streamyard, Snark. I don't want to. Could you imagine? Making this, make this. But the way I see it right now, I'm like my video is like almost like thirty on my end, like thirty seconds behind. So I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. <laughs> um, I do have a question for you, Rob. And yeah, please, like, like you, you love to make fun of me and my fucking accent and my my Quebec, Quebec quiet, like my blood. Tell me, you've seen all four boys, the boys movie. The boys, the boys movie. Jesus, like Snark. No, I have no idea. What's the boys? It's it's probably the greatest hockey movies of all time. Ooh, no, I have not seen it. I've seen uh, no, Slapshot and uh, and uh, Young Blood, and I've seen one of the Mighty Ducks movies. But I can guarantee, I I bet you've seen Bone Cop, Bad Cop. No, I, I I've heard of it. I know what it is. But you have heard of it. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, didn't it have a sequel as well? Like, I think that oh, movie yeah. was so epic. Bone Cup, Bad Cup was so epic. You really, they have, like, you should really take some time and watch because it's a, it's a real good one. Well, it's, it, it's like, it makes fun of, like, the relationship between Quebec and Ontario, right? Because, like it or not, we're, we're neighbors, but we don't always like each other, you know? We still have to live with yeah. each other. And that's pretty much the, the basis of it. But it's funny. I, I kind of like... It, for me, that's more of a Canadian movie than anything else, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. In terms of Canadian movie, that movie, I think, was epic. They they really hit the nail on the head and really exemplified Quebec-Ontario relations sometimes, you know? And and Patrick Huard is just fucking on point. It's like he... he I personally find he makes the movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, fantastic performance. I missed a movie that has Patrick Roa in it. You all. No, it's don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't even start your French. We, we, we don't have an hour and a half. Uh, it's polite. Now, I, I am curious. Like, up. I know, Jen, you love that movie. In that case, Snark, is there, what is your favorite Canadian-made movie? Oh... Uh, Strange Brew with uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie is pretty good. What else? Uh, there's a movie called The Wrong Guy with Dave Foley, and it's very good as well. That's 100%. the wrestler. Dave, no, Dave Foley is the guy from uh, Kids in the Hall. There's also I've Kids never, in the Hall Brain Candy. I've never seen candy. Kids in the Hall. Never. I know, I know, shoot me now. I, I do not like, I'm sorry, I do not like Canadian humor. You can get in on the ground floor. I do not Again. like Canadian humor. I find it boring as fuck. 
It's like else and call a mockery. Name me someone else who's good. From name a decade. Let's say uh, let's say John Candy. Okay. Yes. Okay. You're right on there. But someone else and John Candy. <laughs> Rick Moranis. Okay. Rick Moranis. Eugene Levy. Okay. Okay. In that case, you're right. I I, I retract my words. Eugene Levy is you Ryan, see Eugene Levy is interesting Ryan because Reynolds. I forget he's Canadian. In my head, he's always been American because oh, American uh, American Pie. Ooh, ooh, I met him in person. Well, kinda because when I was younger, I I worked at uh, the AMC movie theater uh, downtown uh, Montreal, mm -hmm. and. Um, at the beginning, when it was like super busy, there were some celebrities that would come and watch their movies there in the afternoon. Okay. And uh, I would be behind the, the concession stand selling them popcorn. So I served Eugene Levy like his popcorn. And I was uh, so nervous because I loved him in all the American Pie movies. And like he's a Canadian celebrity, so I was like, "Oh my god!" So I really put a lot of pop popcorn in his bag, like I really filled it up for him. Nice. And then he went to put like some butter underneath, and he couldn't fit it because I put so much popcorn for him because I was nervous. Did Did, did he raise or uh, his eyebrow to you because of that, or <laughs> his um, eyebrow raising to me is iconic? It goes all the way back to Saturday night or. Sorry, to SCTV and stuff like that when he would talk or whatever and he had the thing going. You can have them both going at the same time, two different directions. It's it's phenomenal. Eugene Levy is one of the funniest people who ever lived, if you ask me. I, I, again, wrong. I'm, I'm going to break your heart, but SCTV? What the fuck is that? And he goes silent. Okay. See, for me, my... Silent with rage. No one cares about Canadian comedy. Uh, <laughs> my favorite two Canadian movies are actually horror movies. Shocking, I know. Uh, it is Ginger Snaps and Cube. Ginger Snaps, Whoa. like, I talked to a lot of Americans, right? They don't know what the fuck that is. And I'm fucking surprised. It's a cult classic B-horror movie. At all, I think three of them? Yeah, all three of them. The third one was a bit iffy because it made no sense. It went back in the past. But I absolutely love um, Ginger Snaps because, first of all, it's a werewolf movie, and that's awesome. But it's so different from any other Canadian content. It's gruesome. The performances are fucked up. And it, it, it kind of pushes the boundary of what a, 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 a werewolf uh, story could go into. You know, It's a story about two sisters who don't look alike for two cents, you know? But it's, it's very interesting. And Cube... It like it predates Saw, and it does a better job than Saw. Personally, have you guys seen Ginger Snaps and, and Cube? I haven't seen either or, but I've heard of Cube. Cube is great. Cube, I've seen uh, Ginger Snaps, and I remember when it came out. I remember it got a lot of press here in Canada. Well, as much press as you can get for being Canadian. Uh, and isn't it? I forget what it's an allegory for, but they used to. They were really hammering home about it's an allegory about something so it was you know special for this thing but uh, it came uh, out it, 25 it, years ago so i can't remember what it, was about. It, it, it might be an uh, a future message about us being stuck in Legault's government and uh, how we, everything's fucked up but <laughs> that's another conversation for another time 
Trudeau, Frenchy, I mean, not the goal. Frenchie talks about politics. This is what it's going to come to. Well, and it's funny, huh? because uh, the last five years I've been I've been learning a bit more, but I've understood and followed so much more American politics than Canadian. It's only like last year for like four or five years I've been more interested in, but I know nothing compared to to, to the history of like uh, American, and I don't know why. I'm not even American, and I find it more interesting. And yet, it's not even a country I fucking live in. But it's 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 now I, I guess I'm getting older in my with my kid. I understand Canadian politics a, a bit more than I actually give a shit. But it took me some time to actually like actually be interested in Canadian politics. Yeah, yeah. You get into American politics because they treat it like entertainment down in the states. Ah, oh, you got CNN. Well, we we have CTV, you know. <laughs> CNN. You got Fox News. You got everything down there. None of it's really news. It's it's opinions about news. So yeah, so it's entertainment. It's a panel, it's a panel show that runs twenty four hours a day. So yeah, they touch on factual things. Everybody touches on factual things, but they always they always have a spin. So whatever. Some people like that stuff. I refuse to watch it. I couldn't care less. It doesn't say. Well, I I for me, I think I got into American politics first, then Canadian politics. Um, I remember being very, uh, I started following politics around the time of the first uh, election of George W. Bush. So that's the year, uh, around the year 2000. Uh, but I wasn't following very closely, but I was, I was still paying attention. Now, in terms of Canadian politics at the time, I wasn't because the, in the early 2000s, I felt whether it was liberals or conservatives, it didn't really make a whole big of a difference in terms of how the country was being run. It felt the same to me. It didn't feel like my life was impacted either or. So for me, it was like things were kind of just status quo. I think I started following Canadian politics more closely since the pandemic. Mm. And a lot of... <laughs> a lot of people have too, but like it, 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 th- that's what I find curious too. Because there's been reports, a lot of Canadians don't give a fuck about the government, don't give a fuck about politics. A lot of them don't vote, even less than Americans. And yet, it's it, it's funny because it, it still affects our life greatly. What what do you think, uh, Rob and uh, and Jennifer? Canadians are less into politics, even though it affects them that much. I think out west, the big reason why people aren't uh, as interested in politics is because it. By the time we go to vote, whoever's going to be prime minister has already been decided. If Ontario really wants a liberal prime minister, it's going to happen. If Quebec really wants a liberal prime minister, and then some of Ontario really wants a liberal prime minister, it's going to happen. It's, there's just no two ways about it. Uh, well, like a lot of the West, they're more of the conservative and like the PC party and stuff like that. Um, for me, I don't really give a shit about whose party it is. I try and see what these people are actually for. And if it's just following everything about a party line, I just don't vote for them. I'll vote for an independent guy. Like somebody has to actually mean something. Like, I just don't understand why everybody's, you know, it's like politics is teens now. 
you have to be part of this team or that team. Nobody tries to find good from either side anymore, and that's why everything seems to be so broken. And everybody, and every, and now politics has become so you know uh, vitriolic. Like like there's actual hatred on other sides. It's like who gives a shit? Like your guys are supposed to come together and compromise and stuff like that. And everybody out there was like, no way. It's like our team or your team. So I don't know. I think they're. I think anybody becomes a politician is doing a disservice. Because they're only in it for themselves. They're never in it for anybody else. Well, no, no, don't don't generalize. I mean, like, the good intentions are are there. Like, it's got to be complicated as fuck to run a government and get things running, let alone try to fix things that, like, you know, like the predecessor did or, like, start new things that um, the the predecessors didn't want to do. Like, I have a hard time running a call center, let alone a fucking country. So I can only imagine. But I'm curious to see, like, on your opinion, Jen, why do you think Canadians are seem to be at least less involved than Americans when it comes to politics? Because you talk to a lot of people, and they, they can't really differentiate, like, the NPD from liberals, from certain conservatives, because they, they can't even under, understand or tell, like, the, the policies. So why do you think they're less invested? Or am I completely wrong? No, I think ignorance is bliss. And I, I think a lot of people can feel, can sense there's something up. And instead of just trying to deal with the problem, they ignore. So by ignoring, they're like, okay, well, I'm going to just follow my party lines. And I'm in my little bubble of a world. I have, you know, a family commitments. I have work. I have friendships and a whole, a whole bunch of other responsibilities in life. And they'll just turn on the TV and they'll see the top headlines. And right now, we don't have real journalism. We have ad- people are just giving their opinions on TV. So they don't report the full facts. They'll, they'll, met, like, they'll, they'll change the facts to their narrative. And people who don't want to be more awakened will just hear that snippet and form an opinion and that's it but it, it kind of sounds like the same problem that the americans have then it's it's it, it just comes down to just being human in that case because it kind of seems the same issues for both countries you just we see the headlines we don't really dig into to like the deeper truths and we just go on what we see because we're supposed to trust the news right but that doesn't seem like just an American or just a Canadian thing. It seems like it'd be even at one point like a world thing, a human thing. And um, I also yeah, did- I mean it's. Uh, but what I'm happy about is that there's a lot more people who are like hip to this. It's not. It's not. It's not like conspiracy. I mean, a lot of people now understand that like media. Sensationalize things and blow things out of proportion because they're looking for ads uh, through clicks on their websites. So, like, but I don't feel like the media is doing justice to society because if you're going to cause divisions, you can get clicks on your website to make some money. Stop. Figure out another business model. You're going to destroy society for clicks. Yeah, it's, it's sadly that, that that's the day and age we live in, and it's it's again like the internet and 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 like the the the, the clickbait stuff is what 
runs everything right these days, right? W one topic before we we actually end the stream, and again, I'm surprised that the, the the my computer didn't explode at this point, <laughs> so I'm very happy about that. Um, one thing I'm I'm curious is the newer generation is the generation that votes the less, and yet is the generation that has the most opinions on social media, the loudest in protests. But they seem to not want to participate in actually voting. I never got that. Jen, could you like give your thoughts about why the younger generation is so vocal but doesn't imply themselves in politics? No, I, I the younger generation play a lot into identity politics. Um, protestings like they they have they have a lot of causes that they go after so they're very vocal on that um, I'm not I'm not really sure what their voter participation rates is uh, between the 18s to 23 years olds I don't I don't particularly know um, if I remember correctly, because I've been reading up on that, I think last time I checked was like like seventeen percent of uh, of uh, of the eighteen to twenty threes actually vote, which is really. Well, I can maybe tell you in the U.S. is because those were Bernie Sanders supporters for sure. Okay. The younger the younger generation is more far far left, mm. um, and a lot of them are the Bernie Bros. And I mean, I remember seeing at one point like a uh, um, 22 years old girl having a meltdown on TikTok and saying, please don't make me vote for Joe Biden because he didn't really um, want Joe Biden as a nominee. It was between him and Bernie Sanders and they didn't want, you know, Joe Biden, but they wanted Bernie Sanders and they're like, Damn it! I don't want to have to vote for this guy, but I'm gonna have no choice. Yeah. So if uh, if there's not no participation rate there, it's because those those kids really were Bernie Bernie Bros. Okay, maybe it's my misconception, but because I often hear like the, the 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 issue with these days is like the the younger generation doesn't vote as much as as like the rest of the demographic, and that does play in hand. Um, now again, Rob, we're, we're we're definitely not talking about your generation, but what's your thoughts on on? I mean, you know, what the fuck are we directly talking about, guys? I'm 23 years old. Yeah, but a, 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 again, like, no. Um, <laughs> but okay, like in that case, uh, again, thanks for people who are watching. We're really sorry for not doing the regular thing of reacting to trailers. We had to adapt, but we really appreciate these guys watching this and following my very laggy camera. For those people who are watching so again thank you very much don't forget to sub and to re uh, and to like this channel and this video and again right. if you like this this is not the only show on the jake uh, on uh, the no pause network the name says everything we're our reactions we love doing them we hate pausing a lot of youtube videos <clears throat> they pause it a billion times and me and jay it gets us infuriated we do not pause it. We love watching it from A to Z, either movies or music, and then we react to it. So if you like that concept, please like, subscribe. We're almost at 2,500 subscribers. Again, for, for me, it blows my mind. Thank you so much for all the people who have been supporting our channel. That being said, till next time, bonsoir. Bonsoir.
and watch the like the second the end broadcast, the video goes good. <laughs> <laughs> we got 30 seconds after he hits it, don't forget. <laughs> no, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with my computer. I think we're still going. It's like it's I'm like, not even sure we're getting, still our, going. we're getting an encore, guys. We're getting an encore. Uh 